Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Hello and welcome to the 100th issue of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And this is Justin. And we have a big show tonight. I've said that a hundred times. I cannot (laughs) break the tradition, but I really, really mean it this time. It is going to be a phenomenal show. Thank you all for tuning in live here in the social stream. We see over 60 people here, which is great. We're going to be giving out a lot of prizes. I just want to thank all of the prize donors off the top of the show. Gentle Giant donated a... Ghost Rider statue valued at $450. Sideshow Collectibles gave us a hot toy to give away. Kotobukiya with an Art FX Plus statue. Diamond Select with Mini Mates. Diamond Select figures. A bottle opener. FX Collectibles with a New York Comic Con exclusive. Yeah, we do have quite a bit, which was funny as we ended up with a ton of it coming home from New York last week. All right. We were at New York Comic Con. I was going booth to booth going, you know, it's our 100th episode. And then the PR person would be like, here, and hand us a box. So we, I actually got a box in just today, right before the show, a giant box full of prizes that are then going to be turned around and mailed out to you listeners who are here with us live. Nice. I'm sure everybody appreciates you being out there schlepping for us. Yeah, I had to carry a lot of boxes through Midtown Manhattan. I probably looked like I was homeless just with lots of toys. (laughs) A few rules that we're going to go over repeatedly throughout the night. There are a few full rules available at swactionnews.com forward slash disclaimer dot htm. But... The way that all prizes are going to be given away tonight is through trivia. And I made it pretty dang easy trivia, I'll tell you that right now. So those are going to be a first answer wins it. The first answer as seen by Shane. Shane is in our chat. He's our chat moderator for tonight. Due to lag, the answer may seem first on your computer to you, but not to actually the server. So Shane, whoever answer he sees answer correctly first is the winner. He is the ultimate determinant of the winner. All disputes to be settled by Shane. And he He looks like Juggernaut, so you don't want to mess with him, guys. (laughs) He is Judge Judy and execute. (laughs) Also, you can only win once. The first time you win, that's the prize you win. So you can't just get that huge box we just had delivered and have us write your name on it and ship it out to you. Third, we're tired of those contests that you can only be in the U.S. to win. You can win anywhere in the world, any of our prizes. Even Canada. Even Canada. (laughs) I'm sorry. You know, I love my Canadian friends. You just love their sports. I do love their sport. Sport. Curling. Yes, I'm a huge curling fan. (laughs) Aren't we all? However, if you're not in the continental United States, you are responsible for all shipping costs, tariff costs, any cost at all associated with the shipping, you're going to need to PayPal us. Or if you win Sideshow's prize, give them credit card information. So global availability, but... If it's going to cost an arm and a leg to ship it, it's your arm and your leg. Fair enough. (laughs) 
So we're going to go over that throughout the evening. But let's get started with New York Comic Con. Well, we went. It was not the best convention we've ever going to because Arnie got a little sick there. If you follow me on Facebook, I was playing nurse to Arnie while he recovered from something respiratory. He He's the one who started the con crud. He is patient zero. <laughs> I was worried about you, bud. Like just following along on Twitter and Facebook, I thought you might not come home. <laughs> well, if I had to die, I'd like to die in New York. But It's better to be sick in New York than alive in Illinois. That was my motto throughout the whole damn thing. That's on your license plates, isn't it? It is. It, it is very true. That's what we have on our plates. Screw the land of Lincoln. <laughs> it was a great time, though. I've been reading a lot of reports about how it was violent and how there was harassment and how all this crap went down. It really feels like Reed Pop needs to hire Rudy Giuliani, because if you read some of the reports, it seems like 1987 Times Square in there. I'm here to tell you those reports are false. It was a great time. It I know that the numbers are out and they say that it has a greater attendance than San Diego Comic-Con. I didn't have any problem walking the con floor. I think you put it pretty well in words when you said it wasn't nuts to butts. And that's right. It wasn't. I had space. I did not groped. I even get groped at Wizard World. Me and Sarah, someone who's been on the show before, we talk about how sometimes, you know, you end up with some hands on your boobs and it happens. But Yeah, it happens. I know. Hey, who doesn't love big cans? But that's another topic for New York Comic Con. But (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I felt like I had room. I didn't feel claustrophobic at all anywhere. And I did not get the sense that there's the same amount of people. No, I got to wonder about math, especially with, according to Wikipedia, there's about 50% the indoor square footage at Javits as there is at the San Diego Convention Center. So I got to wonder about the math, but I really, really had a good time at this con, got to meet so many people, got to go to the panels I wanted to go to, which there weren't that many. I mean, it just doesn't have the star wattage of San Diego. It doesn't burn as bright. You don't get Harrison Ford coming in and all of the Hall H stuff there. And their biggest hall in all of Javits is still smaller than Ballroom 20 at San Diego Comic-Con. So even if they do grow and start to pull some of the celebs are not going to be able to stay at the Javits Center. Is that what you're kind of implying? Well, I don't know that there's any place else to go. (laughs) Yeah, I heard that they're going to, the rumor is they're building a new Javits 2 somewhere in one of the boroughs, and it'd be bigger and badder. Don't know if it's going to happen. I don't see a lot of free space in any of the boroughs. It's not like there's just big wide open fields waiting to be developed. Sure there is. New Jersey! (laughs) That's not a borough. (laughs) And who the hell wants to go to Jersey? (sighs) So far, we've got Canada and Jersey on our list. Let's keep it rolling. (laughs) But... I do think they need a bigger central hall. That would be the one thing I say that if they're going to continue to grow, if they're going to be the San Diego Comic-Con of the East, they need a bigger room. I think that's the biggest thing. But let's talk about the Marvel collecting that was there. Honestly, we didn't go to New York Comic-Con for New York Comic-Con. Last year, we didn't go. We went two years ago when Hasbro had a presence there. Last year, there was no Hasbro. There were a lot of great comic guests. I wished we'd gone, but we were attending a good friend's wedding. And it's one of those almost still went to the con, but... Yeah, we were wedding photographers, it turned out, so... And still almost went to the con. Yeah, <laughs> we did the right thing. 
So the first night we get there, Hasbro preview party. Yes, it was the it was the night before party. This is why we went because last year they had the Hasbro party, and you guys heard me on the show if you've been listening. I was kicking myself because that was the only place for. 10 months you could have gotten old man Logan was press attending this party. So even though Hasbro wouldn't confirm they were having one, I felt pretty confident. And so we went and it was very different than Comic-Con or Toy Fair in that there really was not a press event so much as they put out a few toys, hired a few guards so you couldn't touch the toys and then liquored you up. Well, that's not all bad. (laughs) (laughs) Toys and liquor. I mean, if you really pare it down to its bare bones, not a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah, but the line to the bar was like three to four people deep, and the drinks were very weak. And I even tried to be flirty girl, and the drink was still pretty crappy. I think I might have been barking up the wrong tree, and that might have been what happened because other people's drinks were strong, other genders. So maybe they just didn't like me. I don't know. Well, the drinks were watered down. What What about the new figures? Are these watered down? Oh, I was down? talking about the figures. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, the figures they had out, there were not very many. So I don't want to get people's hopes up too high the way mine were. But they did have some movie figures out. Let's take a look first at the three and three quarter inch figures they had out there. Starting with Captain America, the Winter Soldier, where they showed us the Winter Soldier. He's wintry. <laughs> I love his white arm. It's silver. Silver. It's metal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, looking at this, it looks like they're kind of going the Avengers route articulation wise, cutting out some articulation and ankles and all that stuff and throwing a big old accessory in there. It looks exactly to me like a continuation of the Avengers style line. The big accessory, the low articulation. I like the paint job they've given this one figure. I kind of like the card. I mean, I'm not a mint on card collector. If I was, this would give me nightmares with all its angles and places to dent. That big circular shield in the corner kind of makes me nervous. And that head, the head's just sticking out there. Yeah, there's some there's some bendiness uh, going on here. I you know, it, it feels a lot like the Thor cards with the shape of the bubble. I'm not a huge fan of how much they're calling out the launcher. It's a big bright yellow background with red stripes and big bold text that that's a little over the top. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know that that bothers me so much. I like the Chris Evans cap at the top. The figure itself, I mean, they only had the one on display, and he's basic black with the silver arm. Not a whole lot of face there. If you weren't looking too close, you might think it's the Harry Osborn goblin from Spider-Man 3. (laughs) Good call. Very similar. (laughs) And then also in the three and three quarter inch line, they had the amazing Spider-Man 2 figure line. And if Winter Soldier is a continuation of Avengers. This is a continuation of the Amazing Spider-Man figure line. It's the same poor articulation, giant, silly, pincer weapon type of toy. Yeah, but remember, we did get a really good movie version, super articulated in the first Amazing Spider-Man line. So I'm kind of hoping we at least get an updated new costume version with that kind of articulation somewhere in this line. I think we might be able to hold out hope for one. I'm a little disappointed, though, in the Electro. We got to see the movie Electro in that figure line, and it's like, 
I like the movie incarnations of these characters. I want more movie incarnation figures, both going back to the older movies and forward. And that this is going to be the only Electro we get. Again, if I squint, it's the Arnold Schwarzenegger Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he has a little bit of a prototype feel to him. It doesn't look like he's finished, but, you know, I mean, this is kind of a spoiler. We haven't really seen too much of what the character is supposed to look like yet. They had him on an Entertainment Weekly cover, and honestly, he looks like one of those globes from Spencer's that you put your finger on and does the static electricity lightning. (laughs) So pretty good bet that this is going to be a squeezes belly and he lights up type of figure. I hadn't really thought about that, but that's a possibility. Or I could see them doing a glow-in-the-dark Toys R Us exclusive at $17 a pop. Oh, boy. (laughs) She's going to ruin the surprise. But the other two figures in that line that they showed were Spider-Man and Spider-Man. And it's just going to be the same thing, folks. If you remember Amazing Spider-Man 1, all these silly Spider-Men with the armors and the weird accessories and all of that. I'm having a hard time even figuring out if these are new sculpts. Yeah, I mean, don't look my way for that because I jumped off that that bus a long time ago. But oddly, there's something kind of cool looking about Spider-Man with a whole bunch of white on his outfit. I don't know why. It is pretty slick. I, I kind of like it. And maybe because it's different, you know? Yeah. We're so used to the red and the blue, and this just really pops. It is kind of neat. I mean, never mind. It's in that no articulation line. But that one, out of all of them, it, it seems like in the last line, too, there's one or two that kept catching my eye. I think this is the one that's going to keep staring at me once they hit the pegs. And that's, of course, assuming that the final version has the wash on it that this one had. We were looking at prototype figures. Somebody knocked one of the figures over and it broke and they were gluing it back together at the party. Because I go to every party with super glue whenever I throw one, don't you guys? (laughs) At least my hot glue gun. Yeah. But I honestly think that they're sending us a message because what was it we were really looking forward to going the new Avengers line? What is being called online Avengers Universe? I don't know if that's the actual figure line or if we're just needing some way to differentiate this from all the other Avengers toy lines. But what Hasbro promised us at San Diego Comic-Con was Marvel Universe would continue as the Avengers. And that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see a sign of a purely collector-oriented, deep character-driven, comic-based, three-and-three-quarter-inch figure line, and nothing. Nada. Zip. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting to see full waves or, you know, even three or four figures, but it would have been nice to see one or two, just to know that it's still on the radar. It's still happening. Yeah. That's where I'm standing, is we've heard nothing, and in absence of any news at all, you've got to wonder. Now, admittedly, last year at this exact same party, all they showed for Star Wars was Angry Birds. That was it. They didn't have a single action figure out. All they showed for Marvel was the Iron Man micro mugs, as well as three Marvel Legends figures, one of which is just starting to ship. So, it's not to be read that it's not coming, but it's also saying that it's not what they're publicizing. It's not what they're seeing the big drive to be. They're seeing that the movies are going to drive toy buying and make these kiddie toys. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it makes sense from a marketing standpoint. They've got Thor coming out and then Captain America hot on its heels in the spring. They'll they'll sneak this line out there without making a big to-do about it, I think sometime in the late winter, early spring. But 
I suppose the the silver lining is here. They didn't announce uh, Angry Birds Marvel. Yet. Yet. You know what the W stands for. (laughs) They did say they were looking at other properties to expand Angry Birds to, and this one seems ripe. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in their chat are saying their kids would love these figures, and their kids do love the ones that are already out. So it, it may not be for us guys, and maybe, Arnie, you can stop buying them. I think that the message Hasbro was sending, though, is for collectors, you should be buying six-inch figures. Star Wars, Marvel, if you're a collector, you should be looking at the biggest size of figures because while I really was disappointed with both the alcohol and the three and three quarter inch figures they had on display, what they had on showing for the six inch scale blew me the hell away. Starting off again, there were a couple figures out for the winter soldier and they're doing the same thing they've done this year with movie tie-in lines, but comic characters for the Marvel legends. So the first ones here, we've got a Hydra soldier and a shield mandroid. I love the mandroid. (laughs) Yeah, mandroid is a -a build-a-figure from this wave. So that's it looks like it's pieces and parts from the comic Ironmonger that we just got in the Iron Man line, at least the lower torso and legs. But yeah, I mean, they showed more than this at Comic-Con from this line. These were just on pedestals. And there was a series of a few pedestals with Star Wars and Marvel, and then everything else. Very little of those two lines. Very little Marvel. Marvel got, like, two to three pedestals, I think, Arnie. Yeah, five, counting roleplay toys. Yeah. (laughs) But the big news here is that we got to see the packaging for this line, which, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'll have to hold off until I see it in person. But it's less of a bubble and more of a box. I like it. I mean, it seems to be tying in with what they're doing with the Star Wars Black Series six-inch figures where those come boxed. And you just feel like you're getting something a little bit more substantial. It doesn't feel like the it's going to bend or crease when you look at it wrong. I can, Yeah, I can feel that for sure. It looks like it's going to be bigger than that six-inch packaging. So they're not like totally walking away from the big Legends carded feel. But yeah, I, I can see it growing on me. It's actually a little bit smaller than Legends packaging. It feels, when I was there, it only has a couple inches above the figure, whereas the current Legends have a good three or so. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But then what really, really just stole my heart and ran away with it, the amazing Spider-Man 2 Marvel Legends line. They can take that three and three quarter inch line and just completely hose it the way it appears they're going to if this is what I get in six inch line because I was just absolutely amazed with the articulation, the sculpts, the deco in this line, plus the Build-A-Figure. Now, I did get confused when I was posting to Facebook. I had thought that they movie Spider-Man and the comic Spider-Man were flipped. But in fact, they've modified the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie costume so much that it looks a lot like the comic book costume. And that's what we're getting here in the Legends line. Yeah, that really almost looks like an Ultimates version of Spider-Man, the way he's painted up there. A little smaller eyes, but yeah, it's a really cool figure and a nice color to him. I'm just glad they made that spider a little bit less. I'm pointing at my junk. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought about that, but okay. (laughs) Well, obviously Spider-Man is kind of an easy one for him to do because they have the body and it's, you know, essentially a repaint and a new head. But as long as they keep doing new outfits, I'm more than happy to keep giving them 15 bucks for him. And then 
Keeping with the movie figures, the movie Electro, this one looks so much better. They've got a nice metallic wash on them. The one they had on display had electric fingers kind of going out. It looked a little bit tree branch. Yeah, as I say, it looks like he's holding tree branches and going to do a fan dance. <laughs> oh, there, there, You're right. There's some cool stuff going on here. I mean, this carnage looks incredible. The carnage is amazing. It's That's probably one of the best figures we've gotten in a very long time. Look at the crap hanging off of him. Yeah, and the jaw on him. That is the carnage I want. I'm a big carnage fan back from the 90s. Always loved Cletus the Maniac. When Venom became too safe, bring in carnage. Really liked him. The black cat figure. We saw her at Comic-Con, but... It was just impressed all over again. When there's less to see, you're able to take it in a little bit more. And just the sculpting on her, it looks kind of like they've retooled the old Black Widow body from that Toys R Us 2-pack and given it a fur collar and just a great look there. This is, I think this might be using the new body they talked about in the panel at Comic-Con. Remember they said they were coming out with a more buxom female body for the Legends line? I think this might be the start of that. I mean, she's kind of hippie. And she's kind of bodacious up top. Let's just say beans and rice didn't miss her. <laughs> We've got a beetle who's I really like for all his new tooling. And it's the, the wings, all the accessories. It really feels like you're getting your money's worth out of that figure for a character that I, I'm not that familiar with this incarnation of the beetle. No, and I think I saw him on an episode of Spider-Man, that more recent Spider-Man cartoon earlier in the year and this looks pretty much like what he what they were doing with them in that cartoon but we saw this at comic-con as well and this is one that i'm really looking forward to and then if you're reading the current amazing spider-man comic i'm sorry superior spider-man comic you get your superior spider-man figure in this line with the much darker lines the bigger spider chest the technologically enhanced eye sluts slits <laughs> or sluts <laughs> all of them <laughs> This wave is just one hell of an impressive wave, and I'm going to be ordering a case because there's not a single figure in here I don't want. Plus, the Build-A-Figure, all right, it's a little bit lazy. They took a Hulk and gave him new hands and a new head, but it's the ultimate Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this guy looks like a nightmare. It's pretty awesome. I mean, he's got horns and got some translucent flame effects coming off his shoulders and forearms. I'm, I'm digging it. But, I mean, since he is green and wearing blue pants, I can't help but see the, the Hulk body in there. Especially the rips on the pants. It's just the same pants. <laughs> yeah, this one was teased at Comic-Con. I think we saw just a silhouette of it at one point. But I got to say, the sculpt on the face looks awesome. And it's different enough from a Hulk that I think it'll be a cool build to figure. And I understand, I mean, this entire Marvel line, both Legends and Universe, are based upon reuse of bucks, but this one, I mean, at least they gave him nice clawed toes, clawed hands, and a head, but it doesn't feel like it's that much that a really good figure modder couldn't do. Yeah, except for the translucent flames. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta know you love the translucents. <laughs> I've only been touting it for 100 episodes. 
but that was basically it. I mean, they had other stuff on display, like another electronic talking cap from the movie and a whole bunch of role play stuff from both sets of movies, but not a whole lot to get excited about just yet from Hasbro. Again, though, I really just walked away from the Hasbro event with a bad cold and the knowledge that three and three quarter inch figures just aren't aimed at collectors anymore. They're trying to keep the cost down and keep little Johnny happy. Do kids really buy these role play things, though? I'm sure they do. I know that as a kid, I loved this crap. I had a Masters of the Universe roleplay set with a Skeletor mask and a He-Man power sword and a shield and all that crap. And I mean, we sent from the Hasbro party came with some nice gift bags, but the only Marvel stuff we got were like repulsor beam wrist things and Iron Man masks. We sent them directly to Marjorie's niece and nephew. They instantly got them out and started playing with them. That's true. They did. I think that's proof that the kids do like the role play stuff and how many kids don't have fun with a lightsaber and at the moment the marvel movies are the new star wars movies for the kids <laughs> uh, it's true i mean i mean whenever i'm in a store in a toy aisle there's always kids taking those masks off the shelf and putting them on or playing with wolverine claws i think it's i think that might be their new action figure I love the pictures you post when your daughter does it. <laughs> Rory loves doing it. She always does such cute <laughs> poses or does such funny things, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when we were kids, our imagination went to the action figure because we didn't have a bunch of role play stuff. Like you said, there were some lightsabers and stuff, but not a ton. You know, now it's Halloween every day of the year for these kids. But let's go ahead and give away some figures. Again, I've mentioned that at the last Hasbro event. They had Old Man Logan figures. Well, we're going to be giving away some of those Old Man Logan figures that you either had to be at New York Comic Con and in the press or at San Diego Comic Con and at the Marvel shop in order to get. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're going to give away two of these. Just a reminder of the rules. Due to lag, you may think you answered first. Shane determines who answers first. You can only win once. Winners can be anywhere in the world, but if you're not in the continental U.S., you pay all shipping and fees. So the first person to answer this question wins the Old Man Logan. The question is, the baby that came with the Old Man Logan figure was originally from what other Hasbro toy line? Hey, you said these were going to be easy. If you listen to our show for 100 episodes, every answer to every question was in there. So again, the question is, the baby that came with Old Man Logan was originally from what other Hasbro toy line? I see answers coming in. Shane will get us a winner. We're going to give away a second one with another question here. The Old Man Logan figure is a mashup of what two previously released figures? I want to know the figure line and the character name. So again, Old Man Logan, it's parts from two previously released Hasbro figures. What figure line and what character? So the first person to answer that correctly wins the second Old Man Logan figure. And now we're going to give away a Marvel Legends Scarlet Spider figure. Trivia for that one. The Scarlet Spider figure comes with no Build-A-Figure parts, but what was the Build-A-Figure from that wave? Again, Scarlet Spider comes with no Build-A-Figure parts, but what was the Build-A-Figure from that wave? So those are the three trivia questions out there. Shane will be gathering the winners and letting us know. And meanwhile, we will talk Comic-Con. Uh, I'm sorry, Arnie. It's New York Comic-Con. There's only one Comic-Con that really rankled me last week when people kept calling it, Oh, we're at Comic-Con! 
Comic-Con. You're not at Comic-Con. You're at a Comic-Con. Yes. Not the, the. Comic-Con. <laughs> I-, I got lots of problems. It's not Read Pop. I-, I think that they're great. I have lots of problems with the attendees at New York Comic-Con. And that's a private conversation for Facebook or Twitter. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. But let's talk about where we started our New York Comic-Con at... Once again, the Marvel shop is what lured me in first and foremost. I was taking pictures of it and getting a lay of the land well before it ever even opened because I knew that that was going to be the place for hard to find things. Well, and I was making you go because I had to have something from there. You had to have something from there. So it all worked out well. It was a perfect storm. It was. Yeah, I was there because... I couldn't believe they did this after having those egg attack Iron Man figures at San Diego Comic-Con. They had to add Mark 42, a brand new one, to New York Comic-Con. So I needed to finish that collection off, whereas Marjorie was all about the raccoon. I had to have him, and I succeeded. He is, hands down, the cutest freaking thing in the entire world. I just want to <laughs> hug him all day. <laughs> he looks so angry, and he's so soft and cuddly. You know, I was a bit lukewarm on him but then marvel released an ad for this in the marvel what the line i'm actually just going to go ahead and play that ad here on the live stream in case people haven't seen it because this made me go from eh, rocket raccoon plushie to must have plushie <laughs> annihilus what business is so pressing that you demanded thanos travel to the negative zone i've invited you the most powerful villains in the galaxy to my realm, because we must annihilate a coming threat. Get it? Annihilus, annihilate. You, you see what I did? Yes, yes, very cute. Now hurry up. I have a date with death at midnight, and she gets cross if I'm tardy. <coughs> Whipped. <coughs> very well. Earth's heroes have thwarted us over and over, so it's time we combine our power and destroy that planet so we can clear a path to total universal domination. Domination? Wait, I thought we were here to swap cookie recipes. I've unlocked the secret to combining the powerful kick of Mexican hot chocolate with the sugary decadence of the snickerdoodle. But, but, I mean, domination! We'll drink blood from their skulls! Indeed! The first step is My to foot kicking your butt! Ah, yeah, I meant that literally, you fat piles of cosmic scum! You can surrender now, or crawl around on the floor, picking up your teeth and crying for your moms after I beat you like a rented mule. Don't oh, 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 my goodness. All the rings around his eyes. You kidding me? I ain't cute. I'm the last thing you see before they throw six feet of dirt on you. Would you like a Mexican snickerdoodle, little fella? I'll shove that snickerdoodle right up your... <laughs> What's this? I got your ball. You want to go fetch? Go get it. Adorable. What a trick. You're all so, so dead. Nice work defeating Galactus, Rocket. He'd be picking us out of his teeth if you hadn't used your talents to distract him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so soft. Marvel, your universe. So yeah, I 
was pretty obsessed with getting one, as was, I'd say, half of New York Comic Con. People were coveting this new sold out by 11 a.m. Saturday. Wow. Limited to 1,000 people. Now, I got in line as soon as they'd let me. It was a really weird thing. They opened the floor a little bit early, but there was some guy there on a little bit of a power trip at the Marvel booth. Press can't line up. Pros can't line up. Oh, he must have been working for Hasbro at (laughs) Comic-Con. And so I got in line. I was probably 100 people back, and it was almost like that Thanksgiving turkey gobbles episode of South Park because there was like the little runner who was running back to our position in line to give us information. And they started off, there's no limit, but they said they won't let people go nuts, whatever that means. So (laughs) go nuts. That's that's somewhere between 15 and 72, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And then they finally announced one per person a ways into it after some people had stocked up. And the one per person, I think, is what made it last till Saturday at 11. Now, I was in line for a good hour while Marjorie was running around getting some pop vinyls and things. I shopped at like 10 places while you stood in line and did not move. Didn't move a foot. And then you needed cash for a couple things. I had the cash. You tagged me out and you stood in line for a couple hours. I did. I was in line for two hours with a very nice British gentleman and two guys, I think, from the New Jersey, New York area. We had fun making fun of the people who were trying to cut through in line and didn't respect the line and the power hungry Marvel booth people who were barking orders like the SS. So how many times did you hear the phrase, Butterfuko over here? I didn't hear it at all. And I've not yet heard anyone say, hey, I'm walking here in New York. (laughs) Kind of disappointed. I go all the time and I don't hear this. But after a few hours, there was no problems. And Marjorie got Rocket Raccoon. I got my Egg Attack Iron Man, which was still in stock long after the thousand Rocket Raccoons were sold out. (laughs) I I can't I can't make a good judgment on if that's shocking or if that's expected you know i think they're cool but i think they're they're priced out of most people's price range i could see that and i just think right now though rocket raccoon it's rocket raccoon's galaxy we just live in it right by the way did did he come with the recipe for mexican snickerdoodles or is that just a big tease it's a big tease oh i know i'll find a recipe justin i'll make you some i will send some to you and she's good at making mean spicy cookies I'm going to hold you to that. He doesn't like my Mexican chocolate chip cookies that have a little bit of a cayenne pepper in them. I will be watching my mail with bated breath. Oh, you just wait. (laughs) But Marjorie was there alone, and she was calling me frantically because she was picking up the other stuff I had her get. And here's what happens. I've stood in lines like this before to buy stuff, and I have in my head, I'm going to get these three things. I'm only going to get these two things. And then you get up to the area where you can see everything, and you're standing there for a good 30, 45 minutes, and you're like, screw it, I'm going to buy everything. And so I ended up buying more than I intended. I ended up getting the bus blueprints that we talked about last show from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was 12 bucks. I don't know quite what I'm going to do with them. I had to buy a special 36-inch poster tube because they were huge, but yeah. <laughs> You're now the proud owner of a $12 set of airplane blueprints. For a show, he's lukewarm on. And I broke down. San Diego Comic-Con, I had such resolve. I was not buying the Avengers 10-disc Blu-ray set a second time just to get that uber-cute Scotty Young poster. That was my fault because I was in line 
And I called you to make sure there's nothing else you wanted since it was such a long line. And I have to say at this point, I was really mad because they didn't have the t-shirts. And that made me want the t-shirts even more, that they didn't have them. because They had them. They just didn't mark the boxes by size. So they had no clue where they were. And so they weren't selling shirts day one because they didn't want to hold up the line while they searched. They also weren't taking cash. And people were upset about that. Yeah, somebody was screaming, that's illegal! <laughs> and then to top it off, they didn't have any bags. But I'm not bitter. Well-oiled machine. <laughs> so she gets the, the Scotty Young print. She asked the guy, will you roll it up? No. Do you have any bags? No. Can you hold this while I roll it up? No. So finally she asks, and he helps her carry the, her load of crap to the stage. And she sits on the stage awaiting rescue. I was mad. Had I not had my hands full, there probably would have been some flying Italian angry arms going on. <laughs> and they gave us the Scotty Young print. They charged us the $150, but they wouldn't give us the DVDs for some reason either. They told me that someone special had to give them to me. And I said, is it Chris Hemsworth? And they said, no. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Dial it back your expectations a little bit. Not that special. But hey, congratulations, listener. My impulse spending is your win because at the end of tonight's show, we're giving away a 10 disc Blu-ray Adventures Phase 1 set because I have two now. <laughs> awesome. But we did have to go back the next day to pick it up. We skipped on a lot of the stuff there, a lot of the glassware. Shipping that stuff's difficult. But when we went back, Marjorie was, we were able to skip right to the front of the line. I was a little worried about having to wait in the line again. Found some guy who kind of looked like one of the spin doctors. Oh, no, I made them. I told them, I said, I'm not waiting in this line tomorrow again. They said, well, I said, I am coming up here. And I'm going to pick up the DVDs. Okay. Yeah. So I went right up to the hipster looking dude and I said, listen, I got a receipt. I never got the Blu-rays. I expected him to go, I don't believe you. And me just to file a credit card charge and get my Scotty Young poster free. But <laughs> instead, uh, he gave us the set and Marjorie's like, uh, since we're here, can I have that Loki t-shirt? The one that's like breaking bad. And the one that you didn't have yesterday. I said, I don't want to wait in the line again. I got it. Nice. And then we went back to our hotel room after day two, and the maid had actually taken Rocket Raccoon and uh, set him up as part of the bed-making thing. So it was kind of a fun trip there. As far as the rest of the con goes, I didn't spend a whole lot of time shopping in the booths. The prices were a little bit outrageous. Marvel Universe figures, the cheapest I saw was 15 a figure. The current wave was going for about 20 including the figures I was specifically looking for, A-Bomb and Dagger. I did go to Midtown Comics just in Manhattan and found them for 15 a figure and I just jumped right on them. I picked those up because I actually had a live eBay bid going for 40 for the pair when I bought them for 30 and I was outbid. The going eBay price was still 60 when I got them for 30. Yeah, that, that's a nice mild cooling on your part too because, you know, 15 bucks is not too much over retail. And after you did that, Guess what started showing up at Target stores? These exact <laughs> figures. These exact figures, which, hey, awesome. You know, they, they came and went pretty fast, and I don't know if they're going to be shipping out again or if I Walmart. guarantee they are, Justin. I cooled them. <laughs> I just got a shipping notice that very day that my Wave 4 case of figures has shipped. 
you know it's going to be Dagger and A-Bomb. You know <laughs> I'm going to have at least one and maybe two spares of each of them now that I bought them at Midtown. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't confusing before, it's getting confusing because I actually ordered a cloak off of Amazon not knowing which ones I had or which ones I was going to get, and they shipped me a dagger, which was kind of awesome, but at the same time, does that make cloak the harder to find one now? I don't know. But you know what? You cooled it mildly. Like I said, five bucks over retail isn't a major cool, so it might still be a little bit tricky to find these. We'll see. I do think, though, that you're right. I think that what I said originally when I was looking at pre-shipping eBay prices from China, Abomination and Cloak were the two higher going ones, the ones that were rarer out there. And if you go back to what David Vonner told us two years ago, they shipped the variants first in low numbers, then shipped the regular versions. I'm thinking that by the time all is said and done, people are going to be wishing they had Abomination and Cloak and swimming in daggers and A-bombs. It's very possible. Only time will tell, though. And then I got a couple other things there from Scott Blair. I got an X-Men cover, sketch cover of Nightcrawler. I got from David Marquez, who does Ultimate Spider-Man, a Miles Morales Spider-Man that was really cool. My best sketch, Rob Liefeld, was there, you know, creator of X-Force Cable. I got him to do a Deadpool sketch cover that was really awesome and reasonably priced, given who he is. Yeah, that one's really cool looking. I like I like the way he used the space there. Those blank covers are really awesome to get sketches on because sometimes you get a okay sketch and every once in a while you get, oh, all right, oh, it's good. But most of the time you get something awesome like this, I think. Yeah, there's very few I've gotten that I've been disappointed with, but that's the key with getting commission work is you pay up front, not after it's done. But my best thing of the con has to be from artist J.K. Woodward, we've talked about him on the show a few times, where he was the one who lost almost everything in Hurricane Sandy and was selling some very cool prints, and I got a couple commissions from him. Well, he had posted to Twitter he wished somebody would commission him to do a Savage She-Hulk. And I'm always one to indulge the artist. If the artist has a vision for something, they're going to really knock it out. And so I said, I'll I'll commission you. You do whatever you want to do with Savage She-Hulk. You go to town. I'll take it. And he came up with the most awesome Savage She-Hulk versus like 1950s flying saucer monsters. Oh, it's totally got like attack the 50 foot woman type of vibe to it. Yeah. I mean, it. I think it's like She-Hulk in the middle of War of the Worlds, like the 1950s version. Yeah. With those big long walkers with the orbs. And uh-huh. The saucers in the air. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. And the, the style is very pulp bookish as well you know the the strokes in the in her legs and the groundwork it's it's a striking piece yeah i cannot wait to get that framed i've almost got a jk woodward gallery going on now but this is by far the best piece he's done with the flames and all the color to it and everything uh the guy we picked it up from was a friend of his and he was so enamored with it he'd taken pictures he's getting that she hulk tattooed all the way down his side from his armpit to his waist wow I want to also preface it with saying he also had a giant tattoo on his bicep of a woman with boobs. Well, most women do have boobs. But she was naked on his arm. Oh, okay. (laughs) Pretty sure he's not a sleeveless lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this this Savage She-Hulk's face kind of looks like a celebrity, and I just can't put my finger on who he might have been looking at while he drew this. 
Debbie Harry? Yeah, maybe. I'm I don't know. Sure. I, it, it's hard to place. I just like the musculature and everything on her, though. I think it's a really old school interpretation of her. Definitely. And then, of course, I talked about how there was a Marvel Unlimited Plus special event, and I had to get to the Marvel booth the first day. It was a ticketed event. When tickets were gone, no more room. Yeah, there were a lot of tickets left over, I think, because it was a third full room when I went there on Sunday. They were selling the Marvel Plus subscriptions right there, but I went, I had to take my membership card and a photo ID. So if you subscribe for this, keep the card. And I went and I was all wondering, would there be collectibles? Because I subscribed really for the Ultron figure. Sure, the 15,000 digital comics are nice. I wanted that Ultron figure. (laughs) I was going to ask, did you have to present Ultron to get in or? No, they gave me a nice special badge that I wore in addition to my regular badge that announced me as a fool whose money's quickly parted. (laughs) (laughs) And so I went in and I didn't know what to expect. Truth be told, as a toy collector, I was a little disappointed. If you were a comic collector, you probably, this would be your wet dream. They had a lot of hard-to-see guests. Dan Slott, who was only there for a couple days, Peter David, a whole bunch of writers were there leaking information long before it ever was even going to, like, the news sites. So we found out about new lines coming out. I think there's a new Spider-Man 2099 comic coming out. I started taking notes and then realized, you know, I'm I'm not a comic journalist and I just kind of don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But otherwise, I mean, was it a cool event? Do you feel like you got anything out of it for the specialness of the, the price of the subscription? You know, it was a cool event to be invited to. I was able to get Dan Slott's autograph without waiting in line because after the panel, they were all there just to sign autographs if you wanted them to versus hour-long lines at the show floor. But what I got out of it primarily was some swag. They had a special lithograph that was just for their announcing the Marvel Now 2 they're doing or the Marvel Nower or newer. (laughs) Even (laughs) now-ish. Then here... I'll tell you, they gave us a special variant cover of Captain America Living Legend number one that you could only get at that event. And even more limited, they gave us this, maybe you know the term, Justin, being a graphic design. It's almost like an old transparency from school for Wolverine Origin 2, where the front is the transparency and you open it up, you still see like the wolves underneath, but you remove the claws. Oh, yeah, that's cool. It's kind of like Vellamy. Like a, an overlay, an overprint overlay type of thing. And let me tell you, these two things right there will pay for my Marvel Universe Unlimited subscription because that Marvel Captain America cover has already been selling for $70 on eBay. Wow. And that Origin 2 Vellum thing, $200 is the what it's listed at. Someone's telling us it's an acetate overlay. Thank you, Hellbot. <laughs> so... If you're thinking about joining this and you get to go to a con, you can actually get your Ultron free if you're not a comic collector. Yeah, unless these things become less exclusive, but who knows? The really cool thing for me was getting to see the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. They showed us that. This had leaked online in really, really low-res format, but I got to see it nice high def with a big screen and... You know, I haven't had high hopes for the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Now that I see the trailer, 
I think we will like it. We, at least being the three of us on this call, it looks funny. It looks like it's a comedy. It. I don't think it's going to have mass appeal. I think it'll probably do in box office the same as Serenity. It kind of has a Firefly vibe to it. Yeah, I, like I've only seen that leaked trailer, and even that got me excited about it. It's just got such a good flow to it, and the the score is getting you pumped up, and to see Rocket Raccoon just firing that machine gun is, yeah, it's it's got me excited. But you're right. I don't know how much mass appeal this might have, but it could surprise us. You know, people could be interested in to see what the hell this talking raccoon is all about. I really think this is going to be the Marvel movie that does not do well. It's so niche. It's very niche. But you know who I really love from the trailer? I mean, they didn't have any Bradley Cooper voicing Rocket Raccoon or any Vin Diesel Groot, but the trailer primarily focused on Chris Pratt, who was on Parks and Rec, and he was hysterical in this. He was really, really funny. He's he's hilarious, and he did come back to Parks and Rec this season. I don't know if you guys still watch that, but they, they made a comment about how much weight he's lost. <laughs> you know, is because he's preparing for this role. He couldn't be, you know, the kind of portly guy he is. And so he just basically said that he quit drinking beer. <laughs> he dropped 50 pounds. <laughs> well, he actually gained a ton of muscle for the role when I saw him at Comic-Con. And it, it just is really funny because, like, it's got guards coming after him. And they're like, if you've seen the leaked trailer, you know. They're like, who are you? I am Star-Lord. Who? And then they're like, who calls him that? Mostly just him. <laughs> Yeah, but I I am excited for this movie. I am I am too. After that trailer, that was the high point for me of the unlimited press event. Now, if you were at New York Comic Con and you saw Marjorie, she made some giveaways for the con. I did. I've been taking vintage comics, not ones worth thousands of dollars, guys. Don't flip out. And making buttons out of them. I've been just making different size buttons, different characters. I sent some to Justin. I don't know if he got them yet, but. Oh, yeah. Really cool. Thank they're, you. They're kind of fun, aren't they? They are. They're neat. Yeah. So I've been giving those out, and they're a big hit with people. If you're lucky, if you, depending on the prize you win, and if we're mailing it, maybe Marjorie will throw one or two in. I might. You never know. And speaking of which, let's get back to those giveaways. First of all, the answer to our first question, the baby that came with Old Man Logan, it was originally from the Star Wars Episode 3 line, specifically Separation of the Twins Walmart exclusive, and that went to William Olds. Congrats. The second question, the Old Man Logan was a mashup of what figures? X-Men Origins was the line, Wolverine and Sabretooth were the figures, that went to CloverFan98, and then... Scarlet Spider, what was the Build-A-Figure from that wave? The answer was on the slide if you're watching it live. It said right there in the corner, Rocket Raccoon. So congrats, Jedi Yoda 7, on winning that one. Nice. But now we're going to give away a Stan Lee Funko Bobblehead Convention exclusive from New York Comic Con. These are kind of cute. How many grandpas have their own bobbleheads? I think just him and the guy from Up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Most of the Star Trek set are grandpas now. That's true. But Stan Lee's really like being with an old person. <laughs> Again, reminder of the rules. Shane is the final determinant of who answers first based on what he sees on his computer. You can only win once. So CloverFan98, Jedi Yoda 7, and William Olds, you're out. And you can be anywhere in the world. But if you're not in the States, you got to pay for your shipping. Okay, and here's your question. 
The New York Comic Con Stanley Bobble is the first of a series of Stanley Bobbleheads featuring different cons. How many total Stanley Bobbleheads are planned? I feel like we need the Jeopardy music. Well, the Jeopardy will be we will move on and have another giveaway while people answer that question. The next giveaway is for two Funko Bobbleheads, the exclusive to Toytastic Wolverine Unmasked Bobbleheads. One is normal and one is glow in the dark. Okay, and here's your question. The Wolverine pop vinyl movie tying into the 2013 movie was released with an error. What was the error? Why don't you say that one again? Yeah, I'm not going to mess up the words this time. Live show. Whoops. The Wolverine movie pop vinyl tying into the 2013 movie was released with an error. What was the error? All right. We will give the announcing of the winners a little bit later. Back to Comic-Con news. Marjorie, you went over to Hallmark. I did, and they had some super cute little Avengers beanie things that were perfect. Like, just little tchotchkes to have. They had beans in their butts. It's the only way I can describe it. They kind of kept him upright. They're really soft. Like, that super duper soft. Like, you know how you scratch that part of your dog's ear that's like velvet? That's what they felt like. And they're cute. They're going to have those in the Hallmark stores coming up. And I really wanted to hug them. It's like those blankets that are everywhere now. Those fuzzy, super soft blankets that you're supposed to throw on the back of your couch. Yeah, that's what they felt like. Like, amazing soft. Like, that one spot on your dog's ear that's just... No. You know what I'm talking about if you have a dog. <laughs> yep. And then we went over to FX Collectibles, and we had to go because we'd pre-ordered some stuff we had to pick up, and they had the same stuff on display we've seen before, all the prop replicas, that Iron Man shield that I lust after, but I just don't think I can bring myself to spend 1500 on. I did pick up Mjolnir. I, I went up to the guy because it said do not touch, and I asked if I was worthy, and he let me pick up Mjolnir. Oh, you physically picked it up. I thought you were saying you bought it. No, 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 <laughs> I know. We've had that discussion. <laughs> no, I just lifted it. Oh, so you stole it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a hefty piece. It has some real weight to it. In fact, they told me I had to hold it kind of near the head of it because if I held it too far down the base, I think that the weight might have possibly caused some breakage. Live Man, show, live this. show, can't we touch can't it. touch it. <laughs> we still have three F-bombs, Justin. Save them, save them. Man, shaft, everything, head, I can't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> but what they did have new on display there was that Phil Coulson Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. badge. That thing is so much cooler in person than it was even online, because that is a hefty medallion of a badge. I was super excited when I picked it up. I was afraid it'd be like one of those little cheap sheriff's badges, like, you know, you get at the dollar store. This thing is heavy and it's awesome. I was so excited. When I was standing in the Marvel line, the guys behind me were talking about it. And I said, well, I got mine. Here's mine with my photo. And they're like, oh my God, that's so awesome. It's $50. I'm like, it's worth it. Feel it. It's it's heavy. It's wonderful. And it was funny talking to Brian, too, because he said that Marvel was really a stickler on this for your own one. They wanted you to be able to choose your own job title. And they're like, well, no, you're making a replica of Coulson's badge. He's an agent. So you can only be an agent, even though the other members of S.H.I.E.L.D. have different things. And Brian was like, but they're not taking a picture of themselves as Coulson. Very true. <laughs> I would like to be a janitor of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> but they did have dickies there. If you did not send a photo in, they had little like 
fake shirts and ties you could put around your t-shirts and appear to be dressed up. Shafts, heads, and dickies. Can't touch it. <laughs> that sounds about my speed, though. That's that's probably the way I would have gone about it. Like, sure, just Velcro that thing around my neck real quick and let's do this. I don't know. I think our badges turned out pretty damn rocking. Here's the thing. The Dickie, they made one size fits all. So they had a picture of Seth Green getting his picture taken. It looked like he was a little kid at the end of Big. <laughs> he kind of always looks like that, though. Yeah, that's true. So it, it was like they had it almost like the Talking Heads video suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a little bit of a uh, font snob and a stickler for detail here. Don't ruin the illusion, Justin. Don't ruin it for me. Well, since they were being sticklers and not allowing you to change your occupation or job title, notice how Colson is uppercase and Phil is lowercase. And on yours, your whole name is uppercase. Yeah, it looks a little photoshopped. Come on, S.H.I.E.L.D. Let's get on the protocol. I don't know. I think Marjorie's photo came out really nice. I think you. I think yours did too, though. And now we're done self-congratulating each other. Here's something I noticed, though, when looking at it. Do you notice when Coulson's badge expires? Ah, April 25th of 2015? Yeah, like the week before Avengers 2 comes out. Oh, interesting. But <laughs> we are going to go ahead and give one away. FX Collectibles gave us one. But we'll answer the last two trivia questions. The Stan Lee bobblehead, they are planning five. The next one's coming in November at Kamikaze Expo in Los Angeles. And the winner for that is H.W. Kickfox. For the Wolverine Pop vinyls, what was wrong with the movie vinyl? It didn't bobble. And the winner of that is D. Thompson underscore W. <laughs> but now to win the FX Collectible Shield Badge. Let's let Justin do this one. Arnie, you be the mean guy with the rules. Okay, a reminder, you can only win once. So if you've already won, thank you for playing. Enjoy your prize. Don't spoil it for the others. If you are not in the continental U.S., you are liable for all shipping charges. And due to lag, your answer may appear in a different order to you than it does to Shane. Shane determines the winners. Full rules at SWActionNews.com slash disclaimer. Very nicely done. All right, here's our question. What other item Phil Coulson kept in his pocket did EFX, or just FX Collectibles, make as a replica? Once again, what other item Phil Coulson kept in his pocket did FX Collectibles make as a replica? I think I know the answer to that one. Yeah, I, th <laughs> I think I might have bought it. <laughs> so while we were also there, we were looking at the Diamond Distribution booth. Dragon Models was there. I was not familiar with Dragon Models. Have you seen these, Justin? No, I haven't. Have not seen these or heard of these. I had seen some other Iron Man or a Iron Man model kit at, at Walmart at some point, but I think that was Riddell or Revel or one of those brands. This is new to me. These look pretty good for being models. I assume there's some sort of snap tight model thing, but they don't look like that cheap janky plastic. It seems like the the Kodo approach to doing statues. Yeah. You know, easy to put together snap models, air quotes there. Yeah, and I really like Thor, what they did with his hammer. It's a nice sense of motion, and I like his cape. Those are good. I'm not so sure about the face, and I'm also not sure that I need another Avengers line. This is one-ninth scale. I'm telling you, <laughs> one-thirty-second is where it's at, baby. <laughs> yes, yet another scale. But these are these are movie-inspired, obviously. Yeah, 
and these are pre-painted. So I was really worried because I look at these and I'm like, well, yeah, you get some master model builder with his metallic paints and sure, you can have your hall of armor, but there's no way I can paint that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they look pretty good for what they are. Do we have any idea what the price per is going to be on these? Well, now you're asking hard questions. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, it feels like a, a 10 to $15 purchase at most. I think the closer you get to 15 the less interested I would be. I think that... you're living in the old times, Justin. Yeah, there's 75 on Amazon. Are you kidding what? me? What? I didn't expect that much. Holy, can't say it. <laughs> yeah, at that size, you're getting too close to, to my Marvel Legends and to the Diamond Selects, the Marvel Selects. They have to be made out of some pretty awesome materials, is all I'm going to say. Yeah, if they're that same PVC type of stuff that Kodo uses, then yeah, maybe. Yeah, these are Japanese being distributed through Diamond, so I'm seeing them on a lot of Japanese sites. And if you order from 1999.co.jp, it looks like you can get Thor for about $35. So the U.S. prices, because it's harder to find in U.S. stores, seem to be about double. So that might change when Diamond picks them up. Yeah, you might be able to find a more distribution may help 40 bucks, but they were kind of cool. I I think I got enough Avengers things going on with my hot toys. Okay, everybody heard that, right? (laughs) Well, the problem here is this is the old Avengers, you know, by time these get out there, it's going to be closer to the new Avengers than we are away from the, the previous Avengers. And then we headed over to Diamond Select Toys, and they had some new Marvel Selects out. We got to see in person the Silver Surfer. And remember the promotional pics they put out? We kind of commented how the base didn't look all that great. In person, that base looks really awesome. It's all a matter of perspective. And he's got some translucent on his hand, Justin. Yeah, and his his wave is a little translucent, too. I think it's still just... Now when it comes down to articulation, I'm going to have to wait to... To see him in person before I can decide if I'd like him or not. But he, I mean, he looks good for a Silver Surfer. They also had the Thor, the Dark World, Thor and Jane figures. Thor is shipping first. Jane is not shipping till a bit later. And they have snapped together bases. Who wants a Jane action figure? Kat Denning, maybe. But Jane? <laughs> she's looking a little Amidalish here in that Well, that gown. she's played by the lady who played Amidala, Justin. <laughs> well, exactly. But, you know, with her little Asgardian dress on there, she's kind of feeling Nabooish, I guess. See, it all boils down to Asgard. Asgard it is. Yep. I definitely like the Thor. The Jane, I'm, I'm, I'm just not sure how I feel about a Jane figure in general. I think maybe they should have gone more action-oriented. Maybe another Loki. He's a huge hit character. Maybe a Sif, if you've got to do a female character in there. Jane, maybe I'll see the movie and I'll come out with a totally different opinion. They know more than I do. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Now, they didn't have any other Diamond Select figures out, but Zach Ode at Diamond did tell me that there are three more Diamond Select figures, brand new characters that are going to be announced, or at least brand new figures. They're all going to be Disney Store exclusives. Normally they'd announce these, but because of Disney, Disney has to give the okay to announce them, but these things are getting ready to ship already, and he thinks they're ones that are really going to make fans happy with one, a classic comic incarnation of of a character and then two modern comic incarnations of the character interesting 
We also saw a couple new boxes of Minimates, the Age of Ultron box set. Kind of cool if you enjoyed that comic run or want an Angela Minimate. And who From who's the boss? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, Angela. From, <laughs> from Spawn, actually, strangely enough. <laughs> I totally pay for a Who's the Boss Minimate set. I hope Zacho gets on that. Get that I- Age of Ultron Tron Iron Man in that set, too, that we just got as an action figure. Strangely, I'd pay good money for a two Broke Girls Minimate set with the two waitresses, Han and Oleg. <laughs> Love Oleg. <laughs> Then they're coming out with a Marvel zombie set. Here's something interesting, because we're going to be talking more Marvel zombies later. Zach mentioned that Marvel is game with the zombie concept, but you could only zombify the villains. You can't do like your zombie Captain America or zombie Spider-Man anymore, at least not right now. Weird. Seems like a strange rule, but... I blame the House of Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Can't make heroes scary. Why did you... Of, like, Stan Lee's voice all of a sudden. (laughs) Got to see the Thunderbolt set with a very cool Deadpool and a Red Skull Punisher. And then Wave 54 of Minimates, which is also coinciding with Toys R Us Wave 18, which is going to have some shared figures, but also some different versions. They're going to have different Winter Soldiers between the two lines, but the same Captain America. But if you buy Cap at Toys R Us, he comes with Falcon, whereas if you buy him at the Hobby Store, he comes with Red Skull. Oh. Gets a little confusing. I think I need to break out my flow chart to figure out which ones Ooh. I need. Venn diagrams? <laughs> Can we make Venn diagrams and maybe get out Vizio and make a flow chart too? Maybe um, a pivot table. <laughs> then you just end up at a Chili's in some weird parking lot somewhere because it's a confusing conglomeration of comic book store and Toys R Us and you just get lost. <laughs> And finally, they had a couple of really cool bottle openers. I just, I don't open enough bottles for all these, but the Venom one is really badass. If I was still in college, I would so carry this with me everywhere I went. (laughs) You would be weird, sir. I was opening a lot of bottles in college. I just had I made everyone else open mine. Then if I, just, I had a Venom bottle opener, I could have opened your bottle. That's true. You can open my bottle anytime. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I don't need bottle openers, you know, in mass either. Every time I see these, I'm thinking, hey, instead of bottle openers, make belt buckles. I would totally have a collection of Venom belt buckles. Justin. Justin. <laughs> no. No. Yes. No. No. It's ironically and hipstery cool. Would you wear cowboy boots and a cowboy hat, too? Maybe. I'm Uh, not sure I would wear them. (laughs) Of course, the Infinity Gauntlet is totally blinged out, and, you know, that is totally me. Tell me that wouldn't make a great belt buckle. (laughs) If you're a pimp, it would make a great belt buckle. It depends. Which way would the fist be pointing? Would it be horizontal or vertical? Or, you know, where would the fist, like, the fist part be, you know? You know, originally I was seeing it going horizontally, but now that you bring it up, you know, you got to make sure he's not pointing down. I I think it needs to be pointing down, draw attention to your junk. What (laughs) what better advertisement could you have as a man looking for action or a female looking for action? A a bejeweled gold fist right by my junk. That's exactly exactly what I need. I think you could probably find a belt buckle like that on Etsy if you looked real hard. (laughs) Off to Etsy. And finally, they're doing silicone molds for Thor. You can, and it looks like Cap, you can make Mjolnir the ice. And the flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's do another giveaway, thanks to Diamond Select donating some prizes. First of all, the answer to our last trivia question. What other item did Phil Coulson keep in his pocket that FX Collectibles made? The Captain America trading cards. 
Somebody in the chat said he kept him in his locker, maybe, but I mean, obviously they were in his pocket when he got stabbed, hence how they got bloody. Exactly. Or did Nick Fury dip them, maybe? We are not going to hmm. get in the to this argument. But they were in his pocket when he pulled them out to ask Cap to look at them. Yes. He did not go to his locker first. No. And Let now, me go to my locker. He's got a little locker mirror in there, maybe. We've heard some people in the chat saying that they don't own the bottle openers. Here's your chance to win the Galactus bottle opener. Which is the best bottle opener, I'm going to say. You actually bought that one. I did. I did. I'm a sucker. For all the bottles I don't open. Maybe it opens water bottles. So since you have that one, you can read the question. After I remind newcomers of the rules, due to lag, you may think you win, but Shane determines who wins based on what he sees on his computer. He tells me that the winner of the FX Collectibles badge was Zom518. So congrats, Zom518. Shane will be in touch to get your email address. Winners can be anywhere in the world, but if you're not in the continental U.S., you're paying the shipping, and you can only win once. I love how Shane is the Asgardian god of prizes. <laughs> He's like the only cool person in Asgard. Okay, here's the question for a Galactus bottle opener. Galactus was done as a 10-inch Minimate-style statue in what Art Asylum diamond line? This one's going way back in our archives, if you remember that one. And it was an item released before we had our show. Yeah, this this goes back. Now, we're also giving away from Diamond a Hulk Through the Ages mini-mate set. This is a cool box set of mini-mates. I picked it up myself. Justin, what is the question? Our question is, the Compound Hulk was released as a Hasbro figure as an exclusive to which convention and what year? So once again, Hasbro made a compound Hulk figure. What convention and what year did they do that? We don't have any answers yet to the first question, so I'll repeat that for the bottle opener. Galactus was done as a 10-inch mini-mate-style statue in what Art Asylum diamond line? So what's the toy or statue line where they made a 10-inch Galactus that looked like a really big mini-mate? Next, a Diamond Marvel Select Storm figure we're giving away. Marjorie, what's the question? The question is, there was a variant of this Diamond Marvel Select Storm figure. What was different? I know this one. So do I, but that's because I own both <laughs> variants. And then, the 10th prize we're giving away, a Deadpool Marvel Select figure. Justin, what's the question? Oh, because I'm the Deadpool. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. All right. <laughs> There was also a variant of this Diamond Marvel Select Deadpool figure. What was different? Talking about Deadpool. All right. We will announce the winners in a little bit. Going back to New York Comic Con, Marjorie, what the hell am I looking at? Jumping jammers? <laughs> I took this because I want to make fun of these. <laughs> and I think that's what I'm getting everyone for Christmas. They're the footy pajamas for adults. That's just wrong. That is wronger than a Snuggie. I am going to start a cult of these and everyone in my cult we are going to wear these and we're going to eat brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts and watch movies that's my cult but you have to be wearing these <laughs> now didn't we look at these at one point and we're kind of disappointed that they didn't make them in like costumes rather than just prints remember we ended up on a website during one show that's right. I wonder if this is the same thing and we saw him in person. I feel so bad for this guy you took a photo of. I mean, that's like, I mean, he has to know he looks ridiculous in Iron Man jammies as an adult, right? Yeah, he's probably getting paid. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, he's probably the owner of the company. They got pockets. 
Well, where else are you going to put your Pop-Tarts when you're in my cult? Man. (laughs) See, I've got it all planned out. They had plenty of different styles. Hulk, Wonder Woman, Wolverine, The Flash, Spider-Man, and a nice baby blue. If you really... This is like one step away from that fetish with diapers, isn't it? (laughs) It's getting pretty close. (laughs) Infantilism type stuff. Or like you said, maybe it's a step up from Snuggies. You know, <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to wean yourself off the Snuggies. This is where you go. I think it's actually a step down because if the doorbell rings and you're under a Snuggie, you quickly hide the Snuggie and or slank it if you prefer, and you're just in clothes. Here, you're in a onesie. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I wonder if they have the flaps in the back. I did not notice flaps in the back. Oh, so it's a whole production. <laughs> Let's talk about some other collectibles. Over at Kotobukiya, they were the booth that I spent the most time drooling over. Now, one thing I was interested in, they showed some art for their Spider-Woman Bishozo statue. And of all the Bishozos they've ever done, this is the one whose pose intrigued me the most. It's pretty suggestive. I Well, yeah, it is. But It's almost like she's camping and had too much to drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she's telling you to go over there because this is her area to go. And I just, the drawing two-dimensionally, I wanted to see how they pull it off. Now, they aren't far enough along to have a painted model of this. I did get to see a sculpt, though. It actually looks really good. In three dimensions, it does not look nearly as weird. And it actually really fits in with the style they used on the Psylocke, who is also a kneeling, crouching character. Yeah, I mean, this does look pretty cool, and it's less suggestive in 3D mode, but it's it's still, you know, I mean, it's a chick squatting. You know, she's doing the, the Spider-Man <laughs> pose. But... And, and they did a lot of detail in her nether regions. <laughs> I think a good paint wash is going to take care of it. It's going to make it less suggestive, Arnie? Now, this one this could be questionable. <laughs> I'm actually really excited, though, because they were telling me, Dan Luan at Kotobukiya was telling me, this is going to come with interchangeable faceplates, and it's going to have masked and unmasked, and the sculpt they had there was unmasked, but very cool, in the bottom of the base, you can actually put the unused faceplate. I'm sorry, but in the close-up picture, are those nipples visible? No, no, they're not. It looks like, on the picture I'm looking at, it looks like you can see nipples. That is the flash of the camera reflecting on the... Thank goodness. Uh, those would be some oddly placed nipples. Yeah, kind of cross-eyed. Yeah. Hey, things aren't <laughs> symmetrical for us or you guys, okay? <laughs> but I just like the fact that they're giving us a place to put the extra parts. I mean, I had a whole project devoted to where I put my extra parts. And obviously the base they're showing here is just a placeholder. This isn't going to be the base for the figure, I'm guessing. That's right. But then people got really excited when they announced the next one. I've complained on this show, or mentioned at least, that I didn't think they were doing enough different characters when they were doing more Jean Greys and more Black Widows. So when they announced the next one is Jubilee, people got really excited. I thought that was Jem. <laughs> I love Jubilee because I love her outfit and I love how colorful she is. And I think this makes perfect sense. I think this is going to be an awesome one. Yeah, this one is cool because it's a departure. You know, I mean, it's the first time we're getting somebody, you know, younger and in basically street clothes. You know, she is over 18, right, guys? Yeah. Okay. She's got high top, high top chucks on. <laughs> I want to know how they'll do all those extra accessories or if that's just part of the art and they won't actually be able to pull it off. Because the popcorn, the soda, and the duffel bag, would that actually has a Wolverine Frenzy zipper pull. I know. I noticed that. That's awesome. 
<laughs> if it comes with that, I make the vow now that I will buy this. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be good. And what Dan said is the excitement over this character is such that, you know, Kotobukiya, their slogan is craftsmanship. They try to do everything best, but they're really feeling a sense of responsibility to get this character just right for the fans. And speaking of getting it just right, a little bit less sexy, the Adi Granov art-inspired Artifacts Plus statues were there, and they had a full-painted Black Widow, and my god, she just kicks a whole lot of ass. Yeah, this is looking really good. And like you said, more realistic and less less overly stylized, which I think is a nice departure from the other line. You know, she's not overly done. She's not, well, she's busting out of her top, but that's just because she hasn't zipped up all the way. Well, you know, I did get some shield agent materials since I signed up to be a shield agent, and one of them is you have to show clavage. <laughs> you, you have it's to, in the badge? It, it is in the badge. <laughs> I had some special instructions that I must always wear my shirts halfway unzipped to show lots of boobs. <laughs> It's in the bylaws. Sorry. I'm really happy with the way they painted this to make it look leathery. It is stylized, but yet it has that realistic feel. And I think with the Hulk that we saw at Comic-Con, they actually didn't have the painted Hulk here. So you only had Black Widow in the spotlight. She just went up for pre-order. But they're really coming together. And looking at the sculpts they have of these other ones, that Thor, just all the detail they've sculpted in on him. Even Hawkeye looks totally badass with his hair and all the different arrows in the quiver. Yeah, this this line is coming along nicely. I don't like his buzz cut for some reason, but I'm not a Hawkeye fan. And these are really, really affordable statues in the $50, $60 range. Sometimes you can find them a little cheaper. One thing that... Dan said is people were complaining that Hulk wasn't big enough because he's about the same size in the case as the rest. He had all the rest on half-inch bases. Hulk was just standing on the shelf, so they needed to get Hulk a base so that he would show that he is larger than all these other characters as well. (laughs) Then they had their fine art statues there. They did say that all of their lines are continuing, including their fine art. They're going to be doing a brown outfit Wolverine fine art statue coming up. And they'd have more to tell us at Toy Fair. Always great to see them there. And now we're going to give away a Kotobukiya item. But first, the winners of our last items, the Galactus bottle opener. The answer was a Minimate Max is the Galactus that they did. I had to buy him, ironically, at last New York Comic Con. We went to Midtown Comics, where I ended up being interviewed by Japanese TV about Spider-Man. Because weird crap happens to me all the time. <laughs> Comic-Con this year is interviewed about Lost and the Dharma Initiative. Who knows what's going to happen when you're with me. So I bought this. We were at Midtown, and I had to have it, so Arnie bought it for me. And the winner of that was ABJ to the max. Not Wait, I just realized what that's meant. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Through the Ages, where was the Compound Hulk released as a Hasbro figure and when? New York Comic Con 2011, winner of that, Fire Guy 76. Diamond Select Storm, what was different? Short hair, not a mohawk. Short hair. Winner of that, PZ Force. Deadpool variant, what was the difference? He was unmasked, so Rio 63. What's her name, Rio, really? R-E-O. Maybe he's a Speedwagon fan. Mm. Who's not? So now we are giving away a Bishojo Black Widow, the covert ops version. 
This is a great statue. I have three myself. This is one of the first ones I think we reviewed. Yeah, I think it might have been early on. I don't think it was one of the very first, but this one came out a little while ago. I think it was probably two years ago around Comic-Con because there was an exclusive of it back in 2011. Uh-huh. Rules, real quick, if in case you just joined us. You can only win once. You can be anywhere in the world, but if you're not in the continental U.S., you are responsible for all costs for shipping, and due to lag, answers may appear in different orders on different computers. The winner is solely determined by what Shane sees on his computer, because Shane is the man. Full <laughs> rules posted at SWActionNews.com slash disclaimer.htm. So the trivia question for this one, I own three, so I'll ask it. We are giving away the regular release of the statue, and it includes an accessory of another character's mask. Which character comes with this normal release? And then we'll also give away from Kotobukiya an Art FX statue, Iron Man Mark 42, flying over the water in a very cool pose. Looks like he's floating. Really great looking statue. First saw this one at Toy Fair. This one feels a little bit like a ripoff because you know that Tony Stark's not in there. He's just a drone at this point. Was it a drone when he was doing all the airplane rescue? I thought he was in it. No, remember, because that's when he got hit by the truck. Oh, that's right. I... I didn't buy the movie on Blu-ray yet. I'm still waiting for the exclusives that I think are coming. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, Arnie, you just keep waiting. What's the question, Marjorie? Okay, here's the question. What is the other artifact statue Kotobukiya released under the Iron Man 3 banner? So that is it. That is what we saw at New York Comic-Con. It was a great time, other than a little bit of under the weather, but I still got to do everything I wanted to at the con. I'm just glad you made it back. I was honestly worried about your health for a while. I thought we were going to have to go to a New York hospital and stay for a while. Darn, I had to stay in New York. Awful, awful, awful. <laughs> so let's move on to our regular show segment. Sales to Astonish. Online, I just got notice my Wolverine's Legends are shipping. So that is where I had to buy a whole case just to get four figures plus a Build-A-Puck. <laughs> build a puck this is how they puck you over <laughs> totally puck you over and keep in mind this is going to be the nightmare of getting emma frost because they decided to pack everybody in there two per except for her she's going to be one per case and of course three wolverines per case never have enough wolverines right i guess and there's supposed to be variants in all of these there's going to be that that updated cyclops and i think Emma Frost is supposed to be a swap out for Rogue. And then there's the more classic Sabretooth with his huge fur collar. So no word on those yet, but at least these are finally shipping. Well, Emma Frost, before they started shipping, was going for over 80 bucks on eBay. You'll be happy to know her price has settled down in the $50 range. Yeah, that's the one I'm going to need to track down. I'm going to hope maybe a local comic store might have it. Other than that, I might have to go to eBay. Yeah, and you also need her for Puck. You, it, it, it pucks that that's needed for the Build-A-Figure, but it's the body and legs. I know. <sighs> Questionable packaging again, Hasbro, but what are you going to do? And this is also, like you said, exclusive to comic book stores. Yeah, I ordered my case from Marvelicious Toys sponsor Big Bad Toy Store, where they also got something in stock just yesterday that I'm really hemming and hawing about. Have you seen this Green Giant Smash Kit? No, this is pretty crazy. Yes, it is not a Marvel product. 
It is not affiliated with Hot Toys. They cannot say that this is to be used with the Hot Toys movie Hulk, but they can photograph it that way. They can imply the hell out of it. It's like you can't say Super Bowl when you're advertising for the Super Bowl. It's the big game. It's the big game. Well, this is the big green guy (laughs) that has the hairy chest and the Mark Ruffalo face. (laughs) This smash kit is actually really cool. It has two pieces of cement that go in his fist. So like he pulled chunks of cement out of the ground, a manhole cover and a bent light post that he can use as a bludgeoning weapon. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's some detail in here, too. There's rebar bent coming out of the chunks of concrete and metal showing in the stress-bent areas of the light pole. It's it's pretty cool looking. It looks to be Hot Toys quality. I'm just so toying if it's worth $70. Yeah, that's, that's a bit steep for what you're getting here. It seems very expensive for what you're getting. I know. If it had, like, two more accessories, I think I could justify it, but... For just four pieces, and I I don't, I mean, if he came with them, I might use them, but I I just don't know. If any of our listeners are buying these, I would love to hear your review of them to find out if this would be worth the $70. Yeah, I agree with what G-Raid is saying in the chat. For $50, I'd probably have already bought it. For $70, that's almost half the price of another whole hot toy. Yeah, like, you know, an Igor. Well, no, it's not half the price of an Igor. <laughs> Getting up there. It's a third of the price of an Igor. No, it's not. A quarter of the price of Igor? No. <sighs> how I'm many, not getting Igor, am I? How many, <laughs> how many purses is uh, Igor? An Igor is a very nice purse. Like Prada-level purse? Louis Vuitton-level purse? It's starting to maybe approach Louis. Oh. I was on the streets of New York when I got word that Igor was released, and this is a big armor. This is basically going to be another Ironmonger. If you remember Ironmonger, I think it's going to be about that scale, about that level of detail. It comes with some very cool blue paint, some very cool silver accents, some real fine detail on the back, and a hefty, hefty $510 price tag. Ouch. Oh, I'm sorry. You can only buy like a Louis Vuitton, maybe change purse for that. Does he come with like a free Mark 42 or anything? No, unfortunately not. He comes with Igor. And he's in a box. The box is nice, I'm sure. (laughs) I instantly ordered him just so I could spread the flex pay over the full 10 months and only pay $50 a month. That's not a bad idea. I don't know that you need it. Was he ever in the suit? Oh, yeah. He's in the movie. No, no, no. I didn't ask if he was in the movie, Justin. (laughs) That was not my question. So is that the new rule? No, I'm just asking. Tony has to have been in the suit. Was he in the house party protocol? He was in the house party protocol. Are you collecting the house party protocol? Absolutely. The house party protocol is in full effect at my house party. It's more house party than kid and play. (laughs) When we have our opening house party, we're going to call it the house party protocol. This is by far the coolest big Iron Man hot toys so far. Like, I think as iconic as Iron Monger is... This one has just got so much detail, and it's just so unique. I agree. I mean, if you look at some of the detailed photos on Sideshow's site, the back joints that they've gone through the trouble of making, all of the posability, I didn't have to work too hard to justify it. But now we're going to give away a hot toy. First, let's talk about who won our two Kotobukiya items. The answer, what mask did the Black Widow come with? The answer is Daredevil. 
And that goes to G-Raid. We and also then- would have taken Ben Affleck as an answer. <laughs> no one's going to take Ben Affleck. <laughs> He's Batman now. That's right. This is why I'm a Marvel fan. <laughs> and then what other artifact statue did Kotobukiya release under the Iron Man 3 banner? The answer is War Machine. Not Iron Patriot, War Machine. And that winner is TDS123456. Hey, I have the same combination on my luggage. <laughs> So congrats to those winners. Now, guys, if you have won, you need to get your email address to Shane through a private message. He's been trying to contact some of you and not heard back. So if he doesn't get your information tonight before the live show is over and we got only about 15, 20 minutes left in this, then we're going to give your prize to somebody else. So please be sure to contact Shane, PM Shane, make sure Shane gets your email address. So now we're going to give away, thanks to Sideshow Collectibles for donating, a Captain America Hot Toys, the Star Spangled Man version. Now, I really wanted this question to be about what we like to call this version of Captain America, but I think Arnie vetoed that. There's no pajama cap question. No. (laughs) Reminder of the rules. Shane's computer, what he sees as the first answer is the winner. You can only win once. Winners can be anywhere in the world, but if you're outside the Continental 48, you pay the shipping. And full rules at SWActionNews.com slash disclaimer. And the question is, what was the Hot Toys Captain America exclusive at San Diego Comic-Con in 2012 that Sideshow Collectibles had? Again, what was the Hot Toys Captain America San Diego Comic-Con 2012 exclusive that was available from Sideshow Collectibles. And then also some news online from Gentle Giant. Now, they weren't at New York Comic Con, but we did see a couple of their items. A couple were at the Diamond Distribution booth. And the more I see that Spider-Man mini bust, the more I want it because of its awesome paint job and pose. Yeah. It is kind of pretty. I remember oohing and on over that one at the booth at, at San Diego. And you're right. It's just it's so iconic and it's so simply Spider-Man. I know it is. It's great. And now that I have a black cat that I picked up on the cheap when they had that sale and my mini bus collection is growing against my will that I may have to add this one. They also had the comic style Hulk there. He's sold out a lot of places, pre-sold out. I saw the movie version of the Hulk, which is also sold out almost everywhere right now. He was at Forbidden Planet in New York. Really nice piece, but I kind of go back to what we said. It's half the price of a hot toy for half the body of a hot toy. (laughs) Yep, got to pick and choose your battles. And at New York Comic Con, at the Marvel Shop, was Zombie Magneto Mini Bust. And that thing is freaking gory. Had I been the one checking out, I might have had this slip into my cart as well. Really? Well, if I knew then what I knew now... What do you know now? That they're continuing their villain zombies, because Marvel won't let them do heroes, with a Venom zombie mini bust. Just pick up the Venom one. Just pick up one that you like. Let it go. Just one. You know that's not how I roll. I understand. It kills you that that's how I roll. (laughs) He needs some zombie buddies. He needs some context. But this zombie Venom, they have it only an unpainted version and... I don't know how they'll sell it, if it'll be a regular release or if it'll be an exclusive at a future convention or maybe a Premier Guild member bust, but this thing looks sick. 
Yeah, this is this is pretty crazy looking. I mean, the tongue is well done. Its teeth are just jaggy and evil as all get out. The thing that strikes me here is I I was never aware that Venom had a human eye under there. I always kind of thought that that symbiote eye was his eye, but apparently that thing comes off and he's got a human eye. Well, I knew the symbiote was something that goes over Eddie Brock's or whoever it is this week skin, but I never really thought about it. But yeah, I guess I thought they kind of merged into one and that was his eye. So to see the rotting eyeball is really kind of nasty and gnarly and cool. I bet it's pretty cool painted. I I got to see this one painted. But yeah, I may be kicking myself up and down the street. Just buy that one. They also came out in the regular line, not a zombie, but juggernaut in the minibus line. It looks like he's just punching your floor. <laughs> and I think he should be bigger. He, he's big, though. I mean, he is big. Okay. the scale is off because you're just seeing him. Yeah. But he's one of the bigger busts like the Hulk. That's why he's retailing for $95. Ouch. Shipping third quarter 2014. They also released pictures of something that I, I think I'm getting this, guys. The Captain... I've, I've passed on all the bookends they've done so far, even though I thought they've been cool. I haven't needed them. And I passed on that Deadpool pencil holder, Justin, because it yeah. was cool, but I just didn't need it. I think I might need this Captain America shield bookend. It just... If, it, if the final product looks like this with the nice metallic sheen over the polystone, that's a really cool replica of the shield. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, it almost looks like the background is made from the outside of the helicarrier or something like that. It's it's neat. So would this be just one or do you get two of them? It's just one. You can get, you know, Thor's hammer, I believe, was made so you could get that one separate. Or I don't know these weird people who don't have enough books that mean they have empty spaces on shelves. <laughs> who are these strange people holding up five books? But that's $99 shipping quarter three. If I don't get it, it's because of the next item they released. Of course. Black Widow. This is the most accurate Scarlett Johansson Black Widow ever created. Except for the hair. This entire thing is scanned from her body. And I think this is her hair in the upcoming Winter Soldier movie. Yeah. So we're not oh. used to this hairdo yet. But that face is dead on this whole outfit they just had her pose and scanned her and sculpted this off a complete 3d scan so when you're looking at any given body part it's her body part there's no standard buck on this thing <laughs> it's too bad it's not posable hot toy and you could do her falling <laughs> it's yeah. a nice piece it's 18 inches tall so that is a big piece too it's going to show so much detail i just wish they had a flex pen that would help because it's four hundred dollars yikes but it's so nice <laughs> it really is i can't get over how how incredibly accurate the face sculpt is zabuka scar you and i think along the same lines that's all i'm gonna say yeah the face is amazing i think the hair looks good i Really cannot wait to hopefully see this. I guess I won't get to see it until it's about ready to ship. The next time I think we'll see Gentle Giant will be at San Diego Comic-Con. They don't do Toy Fair, but that is such a nice piece. I haven't pre-ordered yet, but I may have to do my own little flex pay into my own bank account to keep the money put aside for when it comes. <laughs> I'll be your flex pay. Just start sending me cash. I'll let you know what's coming. <laughs> So we are going to announce the winner of the Hot Toys Captain America. 
the question was, what was the San Diego Comic-Con 2012 exclusive from Sideshow? It was a cap. The answer is the rescue version, World War II with the leather jacket. And that was won by B-Dog 80. So congrats, B-Dog 80. But now, Gentle Giant has given us a huge, 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 huge prize to give away. That's really awesome, too. It is a Ghost Rider statue. I honestly, the trivia question was going to be for this, what does Gentle Giant have to do with their statues? Because their license had been, for the statues, they had to have vehicles. Hence why you got Hawkeye and Cap and all of them with vehicles. But Ghost Rider makes the most sense on his flame cycle, and this thing is enormous. It's got a light-up base. It retails for $450. It's the biggest prize we're giving away tonight. Yeah, and one of the coolest. I remember when we first saw this thing and we were kind of drooling over it. The the lack of spokes kind of gives it some motion there. It's It's an awesome piece. Again, a reminder of the rules. Due to lag, you may think you won, but it is Shane who determines the winner. So Shane, whatever he sees on his computer as the first person to answer the trivia question correctly is the winner. You can win only once tonight. So if you've already won, be very happy that you've already won. <laughs> you could be anywhere in the world, but this thing's heavy, so you may not want to pay international shipping. <laughs> or have you may just have to leave it at my house stuck for a in long customs time. forever. <laughs> but any shipping tariff, any fees associated with getting this to you if you're not in the continental US, you're paying. Full rules at SWActionNews.com slash disclaimer. And the question is Name the three anamorphic animals Gentle Giant has released as four and a half inch scale mini busts. It's the hardest question. It's a $450 statue, guys. So you can think on this one. What are the three animal statue mini busts that came out in the four and a half inch scale from Gentle Giant? It's a good question for a good prize. And so that's it for our news. But Justin, yeah, what was your favorite bit of news coming out of New York Comic Con? You know, we didn't really talk about it, but we have talked about it in the past. And it just looks like Play Imaginative is going crazy with all of the Iron Man that they got planned on coming out. I think they announced that they're going to be doing every armor that Tony has ever done on screen, off screen, whatever. That could get incredibly crazy expensive. That really could. I've been looking. I really kind of want their exclusive gold armor one, but currently that's been exclusive to Japanese conventions and it retails for 300. So eBay's 500 and up. I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop to when we have to start adding the Japanese conventions to our touring schedule because, well, toys, hot toys, and now play imaginative. <laughs> and anything gold and exclusive apparently is not coming our way so you might have to head over there yeah i just don't think that i'll be going down this road although i don't know i really want to see that iron patriot when it ships i definitely want to see that i was thinking about stopping by the play imaginative booth and seeing what they had and maybe pre-ordering something else but I, I just needed to get the first one in hand to make sure that the final product is as cool as what we saw at comic-con yeah that's that's where i'm at too you know i mean we can drool and hope and wish all we want but until until i have one of my hands to know for sure I can't can't pull the trigger on anymore yet. And so with this, we wrap up our 100th episode. But Arnie, we have another prize to give away. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll give it away in a few minutes. Okay. I don't want you to forget. I won't forget. <laughs> but I did want to ask you guys. So 
having been hosts of Marvelicious Toys for a hundred episodes, almost three years, I remember our first episode, I dug out your original cover art, Justin. <laughs> it's not all that different from this cover art. <laughs> uh, we're nothing if not consistent. <laughs> but what is your favorite collectible that's come out over the last 100 episodes? Oh, uh, you know, there's been so much stuff. So many good things, so many questionable things, so many why did I buy that things. <laughs> I don't have one of those. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, you have hundreds of those. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? For me, it's not a specific item. I think what really stands out for me and what really kind of defines where the show has gone as well is the return of Marvel Legends. Marvel Legends were gone. When we first started as a podcast, it was basically a three and three quarter inch world at that time. And they slowly started bringing them back with that Thor at Comic-Con three years ago. And now here we are getting waves of Build-A-Figures and everything we've talked about over the last couple months. It's just it's a six inch world. And I'm so happy that Marvel Legends are back and keeping up, if not exceeding the quality that they've always been. What about you, Marjorie? I don't know. My favorite things fluctuate a lot, and it could be the thing of the moment. Like right now, I'm all enthralled with Rocket Raccoon, but that doesn't mean I don't love my Galactus and Modoc stuff that I've been picking up. I, I think I've had a lot of fun over the last three years with Marvel. I love blind box items, so I will buy all those blind box items, and we'll talk in future episodes about purchasing some blind box items that I said I wasn't going to. I don't know. I have a lot of fun. I think some of my favorite stuff I've gotten is I've been hitting up Artist Alley and getting sketches. And I do like the cheap, like $20, $25 sketches. I don't do the $400 sketches. I just get the guys that look like they draw lots of fun stuff. And I have gotten some amazing, amazing pieces of art that way. For me, if I have to pick one piece, it's going to be really funny because when we first started talking about it, we just made ridiculous fun of it online. And then I saw it in person. And that's the Bowen Modoc. I love him. It's just a tremendously sculpted, colored piece. And it was a gift from Marjorie, too. So that adds a little bit of specialness to it. And even though I don't have too many Bowen pieces, I get... A few here or there, but compared to Hot Toys or Kotobuki or Sideshow items, it's a very small number. But it's just such a standout piece in my collection, and I never look at that thing and don't smile. He's very photogenic, too. He's, you, we've used him a couple times as props. Like, he was... I remember putting a Santa cap on him at one point for a cover, and the iconic cover that we actually reviewed that item was just a close-up of his face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it, I just, if I have to pick one item, the one item I am just dying to get out and put on display, I think that would be the one. There's so many items I have great memories of, though. The mech test Tony Stark Marjorie got that set me on a dark, dark road. I think what you can surmise from this is I have set you down a dark path with the things I have bought you. I've enjoyed even some of the stuff you've been into just because we enjoyed it together, like the San Diego Comic-Con buying frenzy of frenzies. Oh, yeah, the Tokidoki frenzies where I ended up spending hundreds of dollars just to get it the whole set. <laughs> Which are now available at Barnes & Nobles, by the way. Still yes. blind package, but... I know, you know. <laughs> I know. So my other question was, how has collecting changed 
or your collecting changed over the past three years of doing Marvelicious Toys? I know mine's exploded like a bad volcano. <laughs> As compared to those good, nice, warm, fuzzy volcanoes that just leave flowers in their wake? As opposed to one of those picturesque volcanoes in the distance or the lava volcanoes of a junior high science project? I think you could say yours exploded like an A-bomb. <laughs> Yeah, you you were kind of coming in, you know, with cold feet. You know, you were definitely weren't all in when we started off, but you are in over your head now. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm afloat. I'm afloat. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you know, for me, the biggest change in collecting hasn't been in quantity or quality. I mean, I think I would still be buying the same amount of stuff and probably the same stuff that I do anyway. But the biggest change has been not being able to open my toys right away because I know I got to take them home and photograph them first. You know, I used to get something and rip it open in the car and check it out and be all happy with it. But now, I don't know. I've got bags of stuff that I haven't even opened yet that I was excited to get. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, honestly, I think it's just it, it. it's been a fun time doing this because I always go on toy runs anyway and now we have a platform to let people know what's going on out there rather than just doing it by ourselves. I don't know that mine's necessarily changed because I, I don't have a focus, which I, probably drives you crazy. I just buy what I want, what I like. And for some people that's insane and it's what I do and it's okay. You just got to live with it because I know sometimes if I find something I like, you try to buy me the entire set because that's how you operate. You're also hard to buy for. So if I find something you like, I seize upon it. You're hard to buy for too. But I just, I collect whatever I want. Maybe I just see more stuff now and I'm looking more. Like I really love to go to the stores in New York, like Toei Tokyo, where I can find the really crazy Japanese crap that you don't see in America. And I like to sometimes see, buy some of that stuff. Or sometimes I go to comic book stores when I'm traveling for work and I'll buy stuff because it's fun and you find stuff that you don't get here. I have very loose rules in collecting. It's, it's almost like Outback Steakhouse. No rules, just right. <laughs> Hey, you know, we've been doing this for a 100 episodes, but we don't do it alone. We're the three that you hear every week or almost every week. I think we've each taken one week off here or there. But I really need to give a shout out to all of our support staff. I mean, we've talked about Shane so much, who's helping us out tonight in the chat. But most of you listen to the enhanced podcast that have the images because we're not always live with a nice PowerPoint presentation, but where you have a similar thing every episode with our enhanced show and Barrett started off doing that. He was enhancing star Wars action news every week, just him. And I went and I said, now we're going to do another show. And he's like, can I enhance it? I didn't even have to ask him to enhance it. And for two years of Marvelicious, he did every episode of star Wars action news and every episode of Marvelicious single handedly. I swear the man spent more hours podcasting than I did. He's, he's a trooper really is. I don't know how he does it or where he finds the time. So we fortunately got him some help and Shane, Andrew and Daryl have been enhancing with him over the past year and just doing a kick-ass job. And we so appreciate you guys keeping Barrett sane because we were (laughs) perhaps killing him. (laughs) Killing him slowly. (laughs) And then Jeff, who we're also killing slowly with all... I mean, I go a little photo crazy. Uh, Yes, you take all the photos. Actually, our little joke at the house is when you get a new toy, is I always joke that it's someone's first birthday. (laughs) He's a proud papa. 
I, I think I took more pictures of my Sideshow Galactus than most fathers take of their baby. Yeah, I really think that you do. Although now, sometimes, yeah, you do. I think when I bought you that mech test Tony Stark, that was like a thousand photos. So, and he was helped out for a good while there by Jen as well. So thank you both for all the hard work you put in. We're looking for a new photo editor. If anyone's interested, email Justin. <laughs> yes, indeed. I have a few emails I need to get back to some people. If you haven't heard from me yet, it's because we've been busy, but you will be hearing back from me. And then Jerry doing the timely reviews. Brock, who did all those announcements and woke up his baby in the middle of the night screaming, Sales to Astonish! <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Jason, our webmaster, Darth Prime, who put together the Marvelicious site, does all of our websites, and gave us just a really kick-ass platform that makes it easier to post the shows. It used to take a lot longer to post a show, and he's made it so we can do that in the photo galleries and so much more, and he has even more up his sleeve coming out in the next 50 episodes. So thank you to everyone who's been a part of Marvelicious Toys. Stuart, who joined us for that review of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark way back when... That was fun. <laughs> yeah, seriously, we don't say it enough, but thank you to all you guys. You guys put in lots of tireless and thankless hours, and we truly appreciate it. Absolutely. So we are going to finish off this show with the last giveaway. Now, we have an unclaimed prize. That's prize 10. The winner was REO63, the Speedwagon fan. So REO63, if you don't get your information to Shane in the next five minutes, we are going to give away the Deadpool Marvel Select to somebody else. We're going to give it to a friend who gave it to a friend who gave it to a friend. Okay, it's an REO Speedwagon joke, sorry. <laughs> you know they're from a town like 30 miles north of us, right? Or 60 now. miles, yep. <laughs> but... The winner of that really awesome, awesome, awesome Ghost Rider statue. The answer was the three animal mini busts. Squirrel Pool, Throg, Th Th Thor Frog was also acceptable, if not pronounceable. <laughs> Throg is perfectly announceable. Yes, but Thor Frog is a little harder. And Amazing Spider Ham. And the winner for that is Ali Kunika. But now we are going to give away... The Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 1 Avengers Assemble 10-disc Blu-ray box set. Last time, here are the rules. Due to lag, answers may appear in different orders on different computers. Shane's computer determines the winner. You can only win once, so if you've already won, congratulations. Winners can be anywhere in the world, but international winners are responsible for all shipping, fees, tariffs, taxes, and additional costs. And the full rules are posted at swactionnews.com forward slash disclaimer.htm. And the question is, what was the first movie released by Marvel Studios during the time Marvelicious Toys has been podcasting? So what was the first movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that came out while we had a podcast? That's a good question. First person to answer right gets this entire phase one box set with the light up Tesseract and all of the art. I had to think really hard on it, too. I had to look it up and I was wrong. Oh, I was wrong. I forgot the answer. So <laughs> I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, if you're guessing Howard the Duck, you're really wrong. <laughs> but yet kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like we have a winner. So while we figure that out, 
Marjorie, Justin, thank you so much for joining me tonight. And thank you all the listeners who came out to listen live. It's been great to chat with you in the chat while we do the show. Been a whole lot of fun. Hopefully we've given you some prizes that you didn't have that you're going to really enjoy. And thank you to again to our sponsors who gave prizes. Sideshow Collectibles. Diamond Select, Kotobukiya, FX Collectibles, Gentle Giant. <laughs> Apparently there's been ads with lots of boobs on them. People have been seeing ads on Ustream and they involve boobs. <laughs> wow. You mean I could have been watching boobs all this time and I've been talking toys? Yes. Jeez. We made the wrong choice. <laughs> so the answer was the first movie that came out while we were doing our podcast, Thor. Thor. Yeah, Thor. Hard to believe. I, I had to think back. I honestly thought it might have been Avengers. I forgot all the times of buying the Thor figures early in Target and reviewing the 18 different versions of Thor and the Mad Hunt for the Warriors 3. Yeah. To me, just my gut feeling, it feels like Iron Man 2 would have been the right answer, but... See, Iron Man 2 is what started Marvelicious Toys, because Iron Man 2 were the toys I started buying, and then I kept messaging Justin through Facebook, hey Justin, is this the same figure as this? What's a repack here? What's going on with this line? How many figures are in Marvel Universe? Want to do a podcast? (laughs) I was like, shut up, let's just talk once a week about it. (laughs) (laughs) So, the winner for this is Magneto1138. So, thank you. He's mixing his media there. (laughs) we did not get the information from rio 63 so we are going to get a new winner right now for that deadpool marvel select figure what are we gonna do pick the second person or do a new question new question do you have a backup question i'm gonna make one up right now okay what stand-up comedian from the tv show just shoot me is currently writing the deadpool comic series Uh uh-huh who I happened to meet at San Diego Comic-Con and take a picture of him standing next to a Firestar cosplayer. I met him in Chicago this year. Chev met him at Comic-Con, too, on the street right outside of our hotel. You don't have to spell it perfectly right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and what's funny is, remember that you can only win once. Yep, so it looks like we've got the right answer coming through. Shane is typing. Shane has no clue what the answer is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, I gave Shane, of course, the answers ahead of time, so he knew all the answers, and when you start coming up with alternates, now I can tell him who the winner, what the answer is. Since I've seen it in the chat, it is Brian Posehn. We are not holding you to spelling, so Shane will tell us who the first person to type that in his chat was. That did not win a prize already. And this is, again, for prize number 10. I'm backing up in the slides here, if you're wondering why slides are going a little nuts. For the Deadpool Marvel Select figure. So, again, thank you to all the listeners. Congratulations to all the prize winners. For everyone who didn't win, thank you for joining us. Everyone who's been a part of the Marvelicious family. You know, we didn't give a shout-out to Jason from Yakface.com, but Jason does so much for us helping out with the Facebook page. He's been in the chat here. And a lot of the news we see, Jason's a closet Marvel guy. He has Yakface.com, but I, I still wonder how much longer it is before he has warpath.com or some other b level c level d level maybe forearm.com f-o-u-r arm <laughs> i almost had leifeld draw forearm for me he created that character too but i i, I decided not to spend 150 dollars on a bad joke <laughs> thank 
God. <laughs> Got to save that for assemblers. <laughs> the winner of the Deadpool select figure is Hellbot. So congrats to Hellbot. Congrats to all the winners. And again, it has just been a great time doing this show. And Marjorie, Justin, thank you for joining me. We wish we could stick around more. We know we have to get going, though. So Yep, it's been fun. It's been live. It's time to go. Yeah, so thank you all. And we hope you'll join us for 100 more episodes. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and train with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Website photo editing by Jen and Jeff. Podcast enhancement by Andrew, Shane, Daryl, and Barrett. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at swactionnews.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. So isn't this the part of the podcast where we say dirty things? Balls. And shaft. Are we clear? We are clear. <laughs> I suppose that's a bad question if we're not. But. <laughs>